I have a story for um, for you this morning. It is titled, I Yearn for Romantic Moments. So the story goes as follows. My husband is an engineer by profession. I love him for his steady nature. And I love the warm feeling when I lean against his broad shoulders. Ten years into marriage, I would have to admit that I'm getting tired of it. The reasons for loving him before have now transformed into the cause of all my restlessness. I am a sentimental woman and extremely sensitive when it comes to a relationship and my feelings. I yearn for the romantic moments, like a little girl yearning for candy. My husband is my complete opposite. His lack of sensitivity and inability to bring romantic moments into our marriage has disheartened me about love. One day, I finally decided to tell him my decision, that I wanted a divorce. Why? he asked, shocked. I am tired. There are no reasons for everything in the world, I answered. He kept silent the whole night seeming to be in deep thought, with a lighted cigarette in his hands at all times. My feeling of disappointment only increased. Here was a man who couldn't even express his predicament. What else can I hope from him? Then finally he asked me, What can I do to change your mind? Somebody said, It's right. It's hard to change a person's personality and I guess I started losing faith in him. Looking deep into his eyes, I, I slowly answered, Here is the question. If you can answer and convince my heart, I will change my mind. Let's say I want a flower located on the face of a mountain cliff, and we both are sure that picking the flower will cause your death. Will you do it for me? So that was the question she had asked him. If you can answer and convince my heart, I will change my mind, she says. So she says, let's say I want a flower located on the face of a mountain cliff and we both are sure that picking the flower will cause your death. Will you pick it for me? He answered, I will give your answer tomorrow. My hopes just sank by listening to his response. I woke up the next morning to find him gone and saw a piece of paper with his scratchy handwriting underneath a milk glass on the dining table near the front door that went. My dear, I would not pick that flower for you, but please allow me to explain the reasons further. This first line was already breaking my heart, but I continued reading. When you use the computer, you always mess up the software program and you cry in front of the screen. I have to save my fingers so that I can help to restore the programs. You always leave the house keys behind. Thus, I have to save my legs to rush home to open the door for you. You love traveling, but you always lose your way in the city. I have to save my eyes to show you the way. You always have the cramps whenever your good friend approaches every month. I have to save my palms so that I can calm the cramps in your tummy. 
You like to stay indoors and I worry that you will be infected by infantile autism. I have to save my mouth to tell your jokes and stories to cure your boredom. You always stare at the computer and that will do nothing for your eyes. I have to save my eyes so that when you and that, so that when we grow old I can help to clip your nails and help to remove those annoying white hairs so I can also hold your hand while strolling down the beach as you enjoy the sunshine and the beautiful sand and tell um and tell you the color of your of the flowers just like the color of the glow on your young face thus my dear unless i am sure that there is someone who loves you more than i do i could not pick that flower yet and die my tears fell on the letter and blurred the ink of his of his handwriting and i continued reading now that you have finished reading my answer if you are satisfied please open the front door for i am standing outside bringing your favorite bread and fresh milk I rushed to pull open the door and saw an anxious face and his hands clutching tightly the milk bottle and loaf of bread. Now I am very sure that no one will ever love me as much as he does and I have decided to leave the flower alone. And that's li- that's life and love. When one is surrounded by love, the feeling of excitement fades. and one tends to ignore the true love that lies between the peace and the dullness and love shows up in all forms even very small and cheeky forms it has never been a model flowers and romantic moments are only used to appear on the surface of the relationship and under all this the pillar of true love stands and that's our life and the author of the story is denise de sosa and uh, i hope you enjoyed that <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that little romantic story because sometimes i mean as women uh, you know we always feel um underprivileged we don't get the flowers and the chocolates like we used to when we were courting or however we did things back in the day um and you know now our lives are so busy with children and husband working late hours and cooking and whatever and uh, we tend to now harp on the little things that we don't get the flowers and the chocolates and the uh, romantic dates and the and i'm talking from experience so <laughs> so inshallah i hope this can we can take lesson from this that is not always those things on the surface that are important but the little things that your partner does for you whether male or female those are the things that we really need to appreciate i mean